welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I'm always so excited to get on here and speak to the ear of your soul. So how is your soul doing? How is your soul doing? How are you feeling? How have you been showing up? Have you been feeling light? Or have you been feeling heavy? Or have you been feeling anxious or worried? Like how really is your soul doing? I want you to take a minute. And if you have to hit pause to really think about it or write it down or just talk to God about it, hit pause and do that. There's nothing more important then making sure you take care of your soul. And here on Refreshing the Soul podcast, um, we believe that soul care is self-care. You know, self-care, we can make it all about the external, our hair, our nails, our, I'm getting a massage or taking time even like to still away and read. And there's nothing wrong with those things. I believe though we should take that time to make sure we're doing stuff to take care of us, take care of that physical being. But if we're not taking care of our, taking care of our soul, the things that's going on within our heart, then are we really taking care of ourselves? Are we really um, giving our soul what it needs to flourish, to be prosperous? And that is my heart for you on this podcast. And I pray that every time you tune in, you're getting something to feed your soul. All right. So if you're new here, or maybe you've been watching or listening in, um, I just want you to know every week that I do, a pet, that I have a, a, a I want to say devotion, but every time I do a podcast, it's kind of like a devotion in my social media world. I want you to have the podcast, but then I want you to have a weekly meditation scripture for you to meditate on that goes with that podcast. So on my social media, every Tuesday, I'll post what the weekly meditation scripture is for that Monday's episode. And then on Thursday, I will post the weekly music for your soul. And that is just a, a song to kind of help you in your devotion time with God, your intimacy with God, um, that I felt that tugged at my spirit or something that I listened to that really spoke to my soul. So I pray that it's music that, you know, speaks to your soul too. And so the last, and the last day on Friday, I post a weekly um, resource really something maybe I've read or listened to that really um, helped me in this moment of where I'm at um, in whatever episode we're talking about. And if you haven't caught on yet, a lot of these episodes are really just my journey with God, my devotion, my intimacy time with God and what he's showing in me. And then I talk about it. Um, and that's the way God has been leading me ever since um, I started this podcast. It's funny, I was thinking about this the other day, how when I knew God wanted me to start a podcast, I kind of started coming up with ideas like, okay, this would be great to talk about. It's stuff that I have dealt with, but I remember just writing it all down, laying out you know, the groundwork of what I talk about and which order I would, but I was still open to hear what the Holy Spirit had to say and how he wanted me to do the podcast. It was really his idea. I had no clue I would be doing this. And so I'll never forget, you know, I knew months in, in advance of when I was supposed to start a podcast. So when it came um, for me to do my first podcast, it was literally maybe a week or a few days before and Holy Spirit changed my whole plans, right? I, you know, we make our plans, but he orders our steps and he changed it and said, 
the thing that you're dealing with right now, that's what you're going to talk about. So I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, I'm still, I'm in it, God. That I'm in it. I'm still learning and figuring it out and hearing from you and processing it and training myself to, to, to speak your truth and to believe your truth. Like I'm still in it. And God quickly um, just even re renewed my mind in that. For him, for him to use us, we don't have to be in a place that we think we need to be in. We just need to be available to God and God will use you wherever you're at. But again, that's me following and hearing God. It doesn't mean to jump out and just do something on your own because, hey, this is something great to talk about. No, we want to be led by God. And um, it definitely humbled me in the, in, humbled me in the beginning to continue to hear from God on what he wants you to hear each week and we're nearing a hundred episodes you guys like at the end of this year we'll be around I think a hundred episodes and um someone recently said to me like wow every Monday like that's goals that's discipline like that's and she's right it is discipline but I'm disciplined in my devotion time with God that's it I don't I, I'm, I promise you I don't sit here and think every week oh what I'm gonna say or what to be good to say no I just spend time with God and in my spending time with God he tells me this is what you're talking about or it's kind of like a knowing where okay this is what's supposed to be in a podcast and as we so as, as so whatever it is and I'm I don't know why I'm going into this maybe it's for someone whatever it is that you're looking to do and God has called you to do it and you may feel scared to, to say, man, I don't know how I'm going to keep up with this. I don't know how I'm going to be consistent or to be able to show up with this. Um, just know that if you can be, as, as long as you're disciplined in your um, devotion time with God, with your intimacy with God, you, you, you're going to hear from him on how to maneuver, how to schedule, how to navigate through all those things. Even the times where I'm like, God, I think I need to stop. Like, this is a lot. Like, it's a lot that, you know, and God always, he, he always gives me strength. He, he continues to give me grace to continue to show up. And a lot of times he, he just shows me you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Just say what I told you to say, whether it becomes a 12 minute podcast or a 40 minute pod, podcast episode, you're good. Just, just get on there, say what you got, what I told you to say, what you learned and speak my truth and, and be done. And I'm going to tell you, it's, 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 um, it's been a journey, but it's been a beautiful one. Um, and it kind of ties into what this, you know, the series is about my hiding place series. My hiding place is my devotion, my intimacy time with God, but it's also this, this, this relationship I have with him. It's the relationship we have with him. That is the place that we live from, the place that we thrive in, what, what, what causes us to um, move the way we do, to love the way we do, to, to forgive, to continue to show up um, every week, whether it's on your job or as a mother or as a wife, whatever it is, it's the place that you do it from, right? And the way that I do it from a refreshing place, I have to continue to be refreshed by God, by his word, by his presence, through worship, through prayer, through pouring out and allowing him to pour back in. And so this month we've been, that's what we've been talking about is my hiding place. 
And I believe God wanted me to talk about this because so many of us, we hide in so many other areas besides God. And, And maybe we do have a devotion time and time we spend with God, but there are certain places and areas in our life that we have not shown up fully as ourselves, as who he has called us to be, because there's an area we have not fully given to God. And so I'm saying that because that's that was me. Um, and I say was because I'm committed to giving God all in every area of my life. Anything that is um, that may even be hidden from my eyes. It's like God reveal it to me so I can give it to you. All right. So our meditation scripture for the month has been Psalms 32 and seven, Psalms 32 and seven. And so let's just read that real quick and then we'll get into what we're talking about today. So Psalms 32 and seven says, for you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. Again, you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. Every time I read this, and I said this on the last episode, but every time I, I read the scripture, I keep, I mean, you is so loud to me. It's like you, this, you, this. And I think because it's repetitive and it's the word that's repeated the most in the scripture. And it just, I mean, it just reminds me, we got to keep our focus on who God is. We got to keep our focus on what he promised. Um, when we want to say, I this, but I don't, and I don't have, and I'm not, we got to trade that in for, but you are, you have, you give because of you, I have, it's trading that, trading those um, inadequacy, that language of lack into a language of, but God is, but he is, but he has, you are God. And I'm going to tell you, I've been, if there's any scripture that I have, um, run to the most this month is this scripture when I don't know what to say when I'm feeling all kinds of things I run and hide in this word that is how we get into our hiding place when you're feeling all that when you can feeling emotions from here to there instead of running to your ice cream instead of running to binging on Netflix instead of running to talk to your girlfriend about it run to the word of God all you need right now is one scripture one good scripture that touches your soul, that touches your heart, that speaks to the place that you're in. And you, you speak it, you believe it. You And I'm telling you, it starts to become more um, real to you, alive. I like to say words become, they, they come alive to you. And that's what God wants. He wants his word to come alive to you. He doesn't want it to be something we just read on the screen of our phone or in the, or in the pages of our Bible. He wants it to be real in your everyday life. Like, oh, this is where God's word applies at in my life. Oh, this is where I need to speak it. This is where I need to believe it. And I'm going to tell you, it will change your life. We are transformed by the way that we think. And God's word should be changing the way that we think. All right. So I kind of dibbled and dabbled with uh, what I want to talk about today, about just how we show up. And um, and I'll I'll talk about me. I'm, you know, a couple of years ago when God did call me to do this podcast and some other things um, that he called me to do in ministry. It was, um, you know, of course it was like, yes, yes, of course, God, right? And then I think the settling of the responsibilities of what I would have, the um, 
the things that I start seeing in myself that I'm like, oh, I don't know why God picked me for this. When I, I have issues with this, I'm not good at this, you know, just different things start to come up. And my yes was really like a half yes. It, I wasn't fully in because I really didn't fully believe in myself that I could do what God called me to do and that I could be what God called me to be. So uh, yes, I, I, I obeyed and started the podcast and accepted the position positions for in ministry, but a part of me was still like one foot in, one foot out. Sorry, trying to fix this collar. If you're watching on YouTube, which I hope you are, um, like and subscribe if you are now. But um, yeah, my collar's a little, you know, messed up and it was throwing me off. But anyways, back to the show. But um, this, you know, the one foot in, one foot out. You know, in my in my soul, that's what it looked like. That's what it felt like. A part of me was like, oh, I Lord, why did you why did you why did you pick me to do this? Maybe I should have waited a little longer. It was it was like a I was still bracing myself. I was still trying to hold part of uh, myself up and not fully fall into um, agreement of who God called me to be because I didn't see it. I just didn't see it, and um, th that's kind of what I want to talk about today. I believe that there. You know, there are people, there are women right now who are listening and God, you know, God has told you to do something. You know, he has given you an assignment. You know, he has um, called you out of your family to break some things, to break some cycles. You know, right now he's calling you to um, break some cycles by doing some soul renewing, some soul revival. Um, some he's called to be entrepreneurs, some he's called in ministry to write a book, to start a podcast. Um, there's probably a, a lot of different scenarios right now that you're looking at right now in front of you. Maybe he's even called you to be a, a wife right now in this season or a mother. And a part of you is, is, is how I was. One foot in and one foot out. Like, ah, but I don't know, God. I don't know. And I just want to talk to you right now today, because um, I was, as I was reading the scripture, I'm going to read for, in 1 Samuel 10, this one verse just came alive to me and it triggered that place. It reminded me, I should say, of the place that I was in a few years ago, but even I was in recently and how we sometimes hide behind the baggage of um, how we see ourselves and who we think we are not. And it is, it's baggage. It's weight, is a weight and it keeps us back. It keeps us bound to what um, God wants to um, do in us because we're so, we can be so convinced at, we can be convinced of what God has told us to do and also be convinced that we're not qualified to do it. And so a part of us hides, a part of us like, uh, I'll do a little bit here, but I won't, I won't touch this part or I'll, I'll, I'll show up, you know, partially here, but I'm not going to, um, I, I'm going to self-doubt and self-criticize, um, all these other areas, you know? So we hide behind this baggage that we have because we fully haven't accepted or come into agreement with who God has called us to be. And so let's just talk about it. Let's talk about it. We're going to read first Samuel 
chapter 10 i'm really going to read just a couple of verses in there so i'll just give you a little background if you're not familiar with the with saul he was a king that israel actually requested from god that they they demanded we want a king and and god was like why you want a king you have a king if you get a king he's gonna do this he's gonna do that like i'm your king but they still insisted on having a king so samuel um goes and he appoints he anoints, um, he makes it clear, he prophesies over Saul that he will be king of Israel, right? And so, um, and, and so we're going to hear, we're going to see in 1 Samuel 10, um, just a little snippet, like there are certain things um, that happened before this of how people responded to them finding out that he would be king. He ended up prophesying and People are like, is he really, um, is he really the one who's, who is, he's a prophet? Like, you know, who is he to be called this and, you know, whatnot. And so there's this, there's this, there's this place in this scripture that caught my attention where, um, Samuel is pretty much in front of everyone, um, making a, a, um, declaration that, um, Saul is the king. And so I want you to see what happens in this moment, right? So Saul, he knows he's already been anointed and he's already been appointed. He's been called out. He's been chosen. He knows um, what the prophet has prophesied for him to be king. Even the prophet Samuel said, hey, these things are going to happen. These signs are going to happen, right? And, and the signs happen. He saw it. So he has all the confirmation in the world. And I don't know about some of y'all, but you know how we are. We're like, God, if you're saying do this, I need you to confirm this. I need you to confirm it twice, three times. I need, I need to see it. I need to see it on Monday. I need to see it on, on Sunday. Like we, we can keep saying like, Lord, I need to see the signs. But some of you know right now, and I'm talking to this woman who know God has called you. You know that what the assignment is. Um, you may even be walking in it, but a part of you is not fully showing up or fully walking in it. So we're going to start first from, um, let me see. So I'm in first, first Samuel 10 and I'm going to go to chat. I'm at verse first Samuel 10. And I'll start at, you know, since I talked about this, I'll still start here. First um, Samuel 10, verse nine. As Saul turned and started to leave, God gave him a new heart and all Samuel's signs were fulfilled that day. All right. So everything that Samuel, the signs that he had told Saul that he would see, it was fulfilled that day. Right. So confirmation what I told you being king, you you have confirmation that's who you are. When Saul and his servant arrived at Gibeah, they saw a group of prophets coming toward them. Then the spirit of God came powerfully upon Saul and he too began to prophesy. Verse 11, when those who knew Saul heard about it, they exclaimed, what? Is even Saul a prophet? How did the son of Kish become a prophet? So here, notice in verse 11, when those who knew Saul, see, there are some people, they know the old you, but they're not used to this other version of you, the called out, the chosen, 
the appointed, the anointed you. So when it says when those who knew Saul heard about it, they start talking, right? And there may be some people that's talking or you're, you may be afraid of what people are going to say. And we'll get to it. Verse 12, and one of those standing there said, can anyone become a prophet no matter who his father is? So that is the origin of the saying, is even Saul a prophet? Verse 13, when Saul had finished prophesying, he went up to the place of worship. Where have you been? Saul's uncle asked him and his servant. We were looking for the donkeys, Saul replied, but we couldn't find them. So he went to Samuel to ask him where they were. Oh, and what did he say? His uncle asked. He told us that the donkeys had already been found, Saul replied. But Saul didn't tell his uncle what Samuel said about the kingdom. Okay, so even here, I don't want, I don't like to speculate, um, but there's different reasons uh, um, that people say. I've read a couple of commentaries of why he didn't um, say anything to his uncle. But I'll say this, um, God will give you wisdom on who needs to know um, your next. God will give you wisdom on who needs to know your next. Family, it can be an uncle, cousin, brother, sister, mom, that doesn't matter. The, the people who need to know is the people who need to know. And those who, who, don't, who don't need to know, ask God for wisdom. Like, God, I need your wisdom on, is this something I keep to myself? Is something I share? Um, and, and a lot of times I say, if God gives you something personal, give yourself time to sit with God in it. Just, just you and him. There's some things, even maybe your husband or your, your wife, if, you're, if, it's, uh, if a guy is listening, there's some things your, your spouse, you may need to wait to hear. He, they need to wait to hear. You may need to allow God to um, allow yourself to um, let his word just um, sit on you so that you know, you know that you know, you know, sometimes we get, we can get so excited that God called us to something and we're, we're not, we're, we're not thinking about anything else or anybody else. We're just, we, we just assumed, Hey, everybody's going to be good with it. And I'm going to, you know, and then you get out there and it's like, Oh, I wasn't expecting this. Sometimes we need to let God's word just root in our heart and let him um, talk to us. And we talk to him about it. Questions you may have. Um, not everyone needs to know everything and not everyone needs to know your next. All right. So I'm going to skip on down here. Right. Um, so eventually Samuel brings the tribes of Israel before God. Right. And they all, um, and it says the tribe of Benjamin was chosen by lot. Right. And so, which brings the, that lot, um, Saul is under that lot, right, for that family. So here, is, so here, um, I'll start at verse 21. So I skipped down to verse 21. Then he brought each family, Samuel, he brought each family of the tribe of Benjamin before the Lord. And the family of the, of the Matrites was chosen. And finally, Saul, son of Kish, was chosen from among them. But when they looked for him, he had disappeared. So they asked the Lord, where is he? And the Lord replied, he is hiding among the baggage. I read that and it did something to my soul. He is hiding among the baggage. Oh my goodness, baggage. Now in other, other versions, it says he's hiding among equipment or stuff or supplies. But the NLT version, which is normally what I read, says he's, he is hiding among the baggage. I was like, wow, that is a word. 
the baggage that we have, the baggage that we've been carrying probably since childhood, the things that we revert back to, even when we've been called, even when we've been chosen, even when it says God gave him a new heart, um, he prophesied. So his spirit was on him. Those things can be evident, but yet there, there can still be something in us that feels like we, we're, we're disqualified from what God has called us to do. So here, Saul has had the confirmations. He's had the prophets speak over him. He's had the signs. He's been anointed and he's hiding among the baggage when he is called out. Verse 23, so they found him and brought him out and he stood head and shoulders above anyone else. And that's, that's something too that stood out to me, seeing how tall he was. He said he stood head and shoulders above anyone else. So even though this tall man, <laughs> um, he's tall, he's, he's appointed as, as king, he's hiding. Some of us, we, we can put up a front and look a certain way on the outside, but on the inside, we feel small. We feel less than, we feel unworthy. We feel unqualified. And God wants me to speak to you today, my sister. You are qualified you are um you are equipped with what you need to to walk this assignment out to walk this call out the reason why is because god chose you no it isn't because stuff that you have done to earn it or to be worthy of it but to be qualified is because god called you so you are and um God doesn't want you to be half in and half out. He wants you to fully embrace who he has called you to be. And while you may look at yourself and say, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm tiny here. It's in your soul. You may feel, you may feel tiny. Um, but God's like, no, but what I see, I see a giant. I see the woman that I fearfully and wonderfully made to speak my truth to bring glory to my name. And so um, I, I wrote down a couple of things right here. Like, why do we not fully embrace who we are? Why do we hide? Why are we like, and I'm thinking about my, my own self again, like not fully accepting or coming into agreement. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, one of the things as we can even see in scripture is we care about what other things and how they see us and how they will see us if we make a mistake or if we mess up we care about how they think what they think um also you know people did say hey he came from this family so sometimes we can feel unqualified because we we've, we've never seen it before in our family or maybe you did have people do it in their family and they did excellent and you feel like you don't measure up or they did horrible and you feel like you're gonna fail as they did um we have so many measures in our head, in our mind of um, what makes us qualified. And some of us, it's, it's just simply how we see ourselves. We just do not see ourselves um, as um, probably already being wanted, being loved, being noticed, being valued. We have those things creeping in our soul. And God honestly had to reveal some of that to, to me. Like, this is why you are responding this way. This is why you're hiding behind perfection. This is why you're hiding behind um, getting everything right. Because you fear, um, you, you fear messing up because it will lessen 
you think it'll lessen your worth, it'll lessen your value. But because you're doing things this way, you're partially in my will and you're partially out. I want you to be fully in. I want you to fully embrace who you are. You don't have to put on a show. You don't have to dot every single I and cross every single T. You just got to embrace, hey, this is who God called me to be. And it's not going to, and it's not going to change. God's not going to change his mind. He's not going to change um, what he said. And I just feel that for someone right now. People may have changed their mind about you because of something you did wrong. And maybe I'm speaking to for myself as well here, but God says, I'm not going to change my mind, my daughter. I'm not changing my mind on you. When I called you, when I sent that word, it's not going to come back void. So you are going to accomplish everything that God told you, God said about you and said that you would do because he spoke it. It has to come to pass. He's, he doesn't lie. He can't lie. And so I hope that encourage you right there that God is not going to change his mind about you. If you make mistakes, if you fall, God says, you know what, get back up again. You, a righteous man gets back up again, not because he's perfect, but because he's righteous, because of who he know, who he or she knows who they are in God. That's why I'm like, I can get back up again. God gives me grace. God gives me mercy. He called me. People didn't call me. My family didn't call me. My own qualifications in whatever career, job, whatever experience I have, that didn't call me and that doesn't qualify me. God alone qualifies you. He qualifies you and he wants you to fully embrace who he has called you to be. And it's not in, it's not the old you is not what people used to know about you. And I know sometimes people are comfortable with what you used to be and how you used to talk and how you used to show up and how you used to agree with everything, but that's not you anymore, sister. It's not you anymore. Guys, like I called you to a different level. I called you to greater heights. I called you to speak my truth. I called you to bring me glory. So it's going to put you in a space right now as you're transitioning. Um, it's going to put you in an uncomfortable space, but that doesn't mean it's not for you. It doesn't mean that you got to still stay a little bit over here and then see what's going to happen while God, while God takes you through. No, guys, like I need you fully in. I need a full yes. Whatever it is, God, I'm willing to do it. However I have to look and appear, I'm going to put that to the side and I'm going to give you my fears. I'll, I'll hide everything in you. And I think that is one of um, the ways that we can grow the most when we learn to hide all of that in God, to, to bring him every concern, bring him every care, to bring him every worry, every anxiety, and then to hear what he has to say. Um, I actually put that in here that, you know, how do we how do we begin to start hiding ourselves in God so that we can fully embrace who he has called us to be? It's literally going to God, talking to him, telling him, I am scared of what people um, are going to think about me, God, and I don't want to be. I, I, I need some deliverance from that. What do you have to say about that, God? And let him speak to your heart. God is a God, he's, he's going to, he knows what you need and he will give you the root, the why till you feel that way. He will show you where it came from and he will give you the truth of how to get rid of it. He'll give you the love that, uh, that will cast out all that fear. But we gotta, we gotta allow him to do that. And we do that in our secret, secret place with him in our intimate place. And so I don't know what your fear is, what 
may may have caused you to be half in and half out, but God is saying it's time for you to write the book. Stop, stop going back and forth over these little things. He said, you're scared. He said, it's time for you to go ahead and get this thing published and out there. Don't worry about what people said. You know what I said. You know that I called you. You know these words are from me. It's not, it's going to touch the people it's supposed to touch. It's going to bring my name glory. And that's what our hearts should care about. That's our, what our hearts should long for. It's like, God, I want people to know you. I want people to see you. And if I stay in hiding, then I'm keeping God's glory in hiding. If I stay in hiding, I'm keeping God's glory. That's, that's on me in hiding. There's, there's a lot of people right now who's in the grave, who had, who, who had talents, who had giftings, who had callings, but not everyone who is called is, is, is chosen because not everyone is saying yes, a full yes. A full yes means there are times to get to a point where it's like you, you want to run and hide, but you still say, no, God, I'm still going to chase after you. I'm still going to sit and tell you how I feel, tell you what's going on. I'm still going to listen to hear your word, to hear how you want me to handle this, to hear how you want me to respond, to hear if you want me to stay. Like my life is your life, God, and your life is mine. Like I'm, I'm abiding in you and you and me. And um, that's actually kind of getting me into um, another scripture um psalms 34 and 8 because these past couple of weeks as we've been in this series my hiding place i've been telling you you know already how do we hide in god and one of them is to ask god to um show you why what is where is this fear coming from what's the root of it and then to listen to what he is saying to believe what he says because we can hear it but then we we don't believe it will allow our thoughts and our mind to run wild with um, fear. But it's like, no, if God said this, again, my mind goes to, no, you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You protect me from trouble. So God, I'm going to trust that I'm protected in you. I'm, I'm going to trust I'm protecting you because I'm in your will and I'm following what you're telling me to, I'm following what you told me to do. And I'm saying what you're telling me to say. And then I also put, um, so believe and meditate. And so for day, for today, I'm saying to experience and fear the Lord. How do we hide in God so that we can fully embrace who we are and so we can fully execute God's will? One of it is to experience and to fear the Lord. So this is from Psalms 34 and 8. And we're almost out of here. We're almost done. Psalms 34 and 8. I'm going to read NLT, then I'll read um, the Passion Translation. It says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you, his godly people, for those who fear him will have all they need. So, excuse me, eight and nine. I'm going to read the Passion Translation. It says, drink deeply of the pleasures of this God experience for yourself the joyous mercy he gives to all who turn to hide themselves in him worship in awe and wonder all you who've been made holy for all who fear him will feast with plenty i love it says drink deeply man i have to i have to digest i have to get it in my soul i have to experience god's goodness i have to experience a joy 
And the way that I do that, I experience for myself is, is by turning and hiding in him. And, and that word, I love that it says turn because it, it makes it sound like you were faced another way. And so my sister, if you're faced a, another way from God, it's okay. You still can experience his goodness. You still can turn to hide, to hide in him. If you haven't been, you've been turned this way, you've been turned this way, it's not too late. If you've been turned this way, that's that, listen, the good news is now you can turn yourself to hide in him. Because when you turn to hide in him, it's like, now I can experience a joy. Now I can um, drink deeply of who God is because now, because I, I know what this is. I knew what hiding behind a man looked like. I knew what hiding behind um, anger looked like. But now when I hide in God and I give him the thing that I'm fearing and he shows up and say, hey, you're fearing this because of this there's a release there's a a, a a a lifting of a burden of something heavy that could have been weighted in your soul for years man the, first of all there's joy in that when god recently revealed to me some things of, of why i was fearing like the root like where it was coming from it released pressure from me i felt freer <laughs> I had joy. It, the problem and stuff, none of that was fixed. But because I knew what was holding me and why I was fearing what, oh, all I had to do was get the truth and I was I was good. That's all I that's all I need to know. Oh, okay, God, I'm fearing this because of this. It was like the blinders was was taken off, the veil was open, and I tasted a goodness of God. Like, God, you love me that much. You, you want to show me what's going on in my soul. You want me to know, hey, this is what it is because I want you to be free. God wants someone to be free right now. We got to turn to him. We got to pour out to him. God, this is my fears. This is, I'm feeling lonely. I heard the word loneliness um, for this, um, for this um, episode. God says someone has been hiding in their loneliness. It's been comfortable being to say me, myself, and I. You've been comfortable saying, hey, I don't need any help. I can do it by myself. But it, you're lonely. You're feeling lonely in your soul. And God didn't create man to be alone. And you're afraid that being, being in connection and relationship, it doesn't have to be a, 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 a um, man and woman relationship. It can be with friends, but you're afraid being in relationships is going to expose some things about yourself where they may not like, they may not like you, but God, I'm going to tell you something that God told me, you need to like yourself. You, 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 you think you're lonely because you just can't trust people because you fear they're going to hurt you. But what's going on is you don't like certain things about yourself and you're afraid that other people won't either. And somewhere probably when you were younger or something happened where you felt that uh, some, because someone told you they didn't like you or because however you got re rejected because of something you did or said, you shrunk, you closed back. You were like, oh, okay, so that, that's what get me rejected, then I won't do that. Oh, they don't like that about me, then I don't like that about me. 
and you've closed yourself and you shut yourself down. You shut down who you are. You shut down what made you unique. You shut down what made you fearfully and wonderfully made. You shut down the thing that God wants to express himself through. And God's saying you're, you're, you're feeling lonely, not because you can't trust other people, but you don't like yourself. And he wants you to get in a place to hear what he has to say about you. He wants you to get in a place to hear what, what it is that he likes about you. And where you can even write down, oh, I, I, I actually, I do like this about me. I like this about me. And he wants you to like yourself. He wants you to love yourself, but he wants you to like yourself. And if you like you, baby, <laughs> it doesn't matter what other people don't like or what they say. You know what God says and you know, how, and you've dealt with what you like about yourself in your time. We gotta hide in God. Only God can give us um, information of what we need to do in our soul to be who he wants us to be. He'll give it to you through his word, through his scripture. He'll give it to you through someone ministering, preaching. He'll give it to you through your kid, through a song on the radio. I, I, I don't close off anything, but I mainly stay in this word of God. I mainly stay in his word because I want to hear what his truth says about me and who he is. I need something to run and hide in. When life is, 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 is chaotic, when things don't look right or the way that God promised, like I need to run into some, some life. I need to run where truth is. I need to run where there is safety and security in. And that is God's word. God's word gives you a confidence because you know there's safety in it. There's no changing his mind. There's no changing what he said. It's a sure thing and it's the truth. And so that's why I say one of the things we got to do, how do we hide? You got to believe it. You got to believe his word and you have to meditate on it. And then you have to experience it and fear the Lord. Fear the Lord. Um, John Bevere said to fear the Lord is to be terrified to be without him. It isn't to be scared of God, but it's to be terrified to be without him. Once you experience God, you don't want to be without God. I, I couldn't see my life without God. Not a day, a day no. <laughs> my husband said he thinks that's what hell is. Hell is, I mean, literally, and, and it is, it's no, the, no presence of God at all. That is hell. That would be I, I can't even imagine. I, I can't even imagine. We have to get to a place where I, I can't see my, my life without God. I don't want to do life without God. Wow. Man, I just pray um, too that you hear this word. Um, you receive this word um, because in this word, just as it says at the end of this um, verse, um, verse nine, it says, those who fear him will have all they need. You will realize you don't need to run and hide back in a place that didn't fulfill you. Hiding in him, it will fill everything that you need. You will lack no good thing. It won't matter what people think or say about you because you will be so full of who you are in God. You'll be full of his safety, his presence, his protection. I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, there are things that I've, I've just even transformed in within this month, within this series, because of really getting a deeper understanding of hiding 
my fears, my concern, all of that. And God, like even the more like God go, he, he's been going deeper in me, but I've been allowing him to, I've been allowing him to touch those places that have been probably sensitive or I've left kind of just closed off or thought that I already handled. God has been touching those deep hidden places. When we hide in God, he begins to hide in our hearts and show us things and reveal things. Um, and, and I'm telling you, some it's not pretty. Sometimes it's messy. Sometimes it's painful and uncomfortable, but it's also freeing. I feel so much more freer to free to be me. And that's what God wants. He wants you to feel free to be him, be you. But because you're doing it through him, you're not being you from a place of, I don't care what people say, I'm going to do this. and that. No, it's like, no, I know who I am in God. I have to show up the way he has called me to show up. I have to do what God has told me to do. 100%, not 50, not 80. No, I'm in this for the long haul. I'm, re re I'm ready to give God my full attention, my full self in this. Fears and no fears, I'm bringing it all to God and I'm showing, I'm showing up to give him all of the glory. All right, amen. I pray you are blessed by this message. Um, it blessed me and encouraged me as I'm sitting here talking to you, ministering to you, it's ministering to my soul as well. Um, at the end of every episode, we do a confessions for the soul. So I want to end with that um, right now. So if you can just open your heart, I believe your heart has probably already been open as, as I've been speaking, but just right now, we're going to practice one of these things. What I said is, is to believe and to meditate on what God says about us. And through our confessions, we're going to speak this, but we're also going to believe this word. We're going to believe it. We're going to confess it and we're going to believe it with our heart. All right. So just repeat after me. It's just a few lines. God is my hiding place. I am protected from trouble. I lean in to the songs of victory. He sings over me. I will experience for myself his goodness. I will hide and take refuge in him. I will live my life lacking nothing because I live my life in God. Amen, amen, and amen.